Alexa, tell me about today's episode, Fighting Crime. Aiden and Madison consider dating. Ashley's friend comes to visit from New York. And possibly Aiden's been dead the whole time? No? Wasted fans, you do not know the the things I've been through. <laughs> Lord, give me the strength. Uh, give me the strength. Uh. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. This is your girl, Nettie Smith. It is your homegirl, Nisi Smith. And we are back with another installment, and we will be talking today about fighting crime yes today we are superheroes we will be fighting crime Mm-hmm. no no but we'll be fighting crime like <laughs> like like olivia benson or like captain america or, something or like that, um like that. horatio kane and Callie duquesne mm-hmm. <laughs> or uh, <laughs> you should have seen nettie's face it was that emoji with the eyes and the straight mouth or she did um, not care <laughs> <laughs> or the Power Rangers and the Megazord. You know, when they all, all come together and they form the Megazord. We need Megazord power now. Or Jake Peralta and Amy Santiago and uh, Rosa Diaz. Are they classmates of yours? No, they're from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. They fight crime. Oh, that, that comedy show? Yeah, it's my favorite show. Oh, it's they so fight funny. funny crime? They fight real crimes. They catch the Pontiac Bandit. They... Do they laugh while they fight the crime? Because it's not funny to fight crime. So Olivia Did Benson has jokes? never laughed while on the job? Not while fighting crime, no. She barely even laughed. I don't remember the last time she laughed in an episode. It was probably at her kid. Her co-workers don't laugh while on the job? Dang, it's rare. Mm, that sounds not fun. No, there's nothing to laugh about on duty. There's a rape victim. You need to, you need to <laughs> talk to her and interview her and find out who did it. Uh-uh. What's so funny about that? There's nothing to I'm laugh about. I'm pretty sure about. they've chuckled or snickered on CSI while on duty. You know what? I don't know if that counts. What are we talking about? This is not an SVU podcast. This is South of Nowhere. Get wasted on South of Nowhere. Get wasted. Thank you for being here again with us and bearing with us while we talk about these things. Let's get to this podcast so we can get to basketball, I guess. Hell yeah. Today, we will be talking about fighting crime as well as the webisode Almost Hotness. Um, Okay. This episode was actually really, really good. Um, I remember it being, like, before I rewatched it for this podcast, I was kind of like, is this a good episode? Because I remember the beginning of it, and the first scene is, like, totally weird to me. So I had a kind of a weird feeling about it. But as it continued, there was a lot of drama. It kind of was like, it led me down a road I had never dr- driven on before. This episode? Yeah, because I didn't expect to be there. It's almost like when you're driving somewhere and you're like, Hmm. let me take this left here i never took this left and then you take the left and you're like oh look at these houses i've never seen this area you're like let's take this right yeah and then you get somewhere you didn't even realize okay cool that's how i feel about it yeah i was pissed at the end so yeah 
Yeah, there was. We gotta talk. We'll we'll get there because <laughs> I was pissed. Something something made me pissed at the end. Probably for different reasons than you were pissed, but we're gonna get there. Um, but I will start off because we have some alumni news. I know I'm probably late on this because, guys, spoiler alert: we record these about a week behind. <laughs> but congratulations to Matt Cohen, who is now a full time ET reporter, Ooh. Entertainment Tonight. So if I ever wanted to see Matt Cohen on TV every day, I could do that. (laughs) Isn't that cool? Yeah. So congratulations, Matt. I I grew up watching Entertainment Tonight, and I know you probably did as well. Maybe not, but um, I've seen your hosting skills, and they are great. So good on you. Good on you. Keep doing your thing, boy. Do your thuck fizzle. (laughs) And um, Long Shadow, which is the movie that, that stars... Asha Davis won the New Orleans Film Festival, and I just I just want to say congratulations. I can't wait to see the movie. I don't even know where I could watch it, but I'll figure it out one of these days. I surely will, because I saw the trailer, and it looks pretty good. So hopefully one of these days it'll come across my radar somewhere here in New York, and I will be there front row. Mm-hmm. And that's about it for the uh, alumni news, so let's get into... Fighting crime. Gang, gang. So we start off with one of the weirdest, most bizarre scenes of the series. Aiden's at the gym. (laughs) (laughs) He's angrily boxing. He's doing the whole boxing thing. And while he's doing that, he's cutting, they're cutting back and forth between scenes with Madison dancing at the gym. Or I guess it's the auditorium. I don't know. But she's just dancing by herself. She's practicing her moves in the mirror, making sure they write, making sure they're tight. (laughs) Get it, it right, going. get it right, get it tight. Sorry, I had to say get it. Get it right, get it right, get it tight. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> so, Aiden and her are doing their extracurricular activities, and then they both come out of the gym. Well, they both come out of the same exit, and they just happen to catch each other's eyes. They and make stare. some googly eyes at each other. They stare at each other like they, they haven't seen each other in years. Like So they cut hard. They cut hard to the Nissan Xterra, and it's parked behind, like, some abandoned barn. Like, this whole <laughs> intro is just, wow. Like, I don't get it. Yeah, and, like, obviously they did it. That's why they were in I the car. I know they did it. I know why they're in the car. I know see. you know why, I know, what happened. I know the bear, I know the basis and the meat of why they're in the car. However, <laughs> Madison and Aiden? Yeah, they used to hook up all the time back in the day-day. Back in the day before she went crazy and before he was dating Kyla and before he told Ashley he loved her for the second time. Okay, and he, but now Madison's like, normal and Aiden has a new life. This is a new life for no. everybody, girl. This is a new season. They Madison have new life. Is this is a new the thing. the fuck limits. What's Madison limits? will all... No, hooking up with Madison. Like, go hook up with Sasha Miller. Do that. <laughs> like, Madison's damaged goods bro she is ridiculous she is she too used much. to be ridiculous she is all about herself i don't care once you show me that crazy side she almost killed him that one episode in the nissan xterra when she was he was driving and she moved the steering wheel in the middle of the street yeah but she don't and do that no more how you know she, once you have it in you it don't go away stop it's it. always there it's under the surface do- all it needs to do is bubble up no 
we don't see that from Madison the rest of the series, or do we? That don't mean she ain't do it at the end of the series after after it all went off. Shut up. <laughs> She's still living in South the Nowhere universe. Uh-uh. She could have did tons of stuff. Stop it. Aiden, I don't know what you're doing, but either either Aiden's literally been dead the whole time and this is his limbo. <laughs> I don't know what this scene it it so departs from what we've been seeing with Madison and Aiden and their whole journey. I don't know. I think it's fine. Well, of course you think it's fine, but I'm just saying, like, it just doesn't fit. It doesn't fit. I I, I would be more inclined to see him having sex with, well, not see him, not see him, but if he had hooked up with Ashley, that would make more sense. If he'd hooked up with Kyla, that'd make more sense. How? He's hooked up with all these bitches, except for Spencer. And Chelsea. And And Chelsea. Yeah, but Carmen doesn't count. Okay, now we just saying names. (laughs) And they look so friendly. They're cuddling. Yeah. He's rubbing his fingers through her hair. Yeah, because they are new people. Aiden has a new no. life and Madison has a new life. No, they are different no, people no. now. It's season three, bitch. No, no. Anyway, we see them post-coitus. And they're just cuddling and kissing. I mean, they're hooking up in cars, too? Like, behind a back alley? Like Where else they finna it. go? That's what Dude, kids I'm do. Sure, I'm sure Barbara and Jonathan aren't even home yet. <laughs> they could And they don't even care. Barbara and John, they let him have all kinds of girls in his room. True that. They could've went there. But I think, like, hooking up in a car behind a barn just is not classy. <laughs> so they're talking. They're like, whatever, anyway. How was it for you? Was it good? And Madison's like, it was extremely good. And... They're talking about all that. Yeah. And Madison's like, well, I know I'm out of shape and everything. And I was like, like, yeah. Do you mean like your body is out of shape or your sex is out of shape? She means her body. And I'm like, when have you ever been this? Besides the times when you went crazy, Madison, when have you ever (laughs) been this like low self-esteem-ish? Bitch, you have a hot bod. And you be dancing. You You be dancing everywhere. You don't be caring. You always think you have a hot bod when you're in the middle of a dance mm-hmm yep anyway <laughs> aiden says there's nothing out of shape about you and he's like it's probably me because i've been stressed lately but aiden's been stressed about college applications and everything he's still waiting on that acceptance letter from marshall and she oh yeah he keeps saying marshall like everyone's supposed to know what marshall is yeah because so later Madison's on like, hold on i'm sorry later on when he's talking ahead. to Sha- sasha don't they mention ucla and usc so like is marshall and usc the same thing yes Mar- marshall is a school within usc like for instance you go to fiu mm-hmm. the buildings the names of the buildings like the law school might be called such and such law school but it's still on the fiu campus it's still under the umbrella oh, of fiu okay 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 so, um, but he keeps referring to it to Marshall, like everybody knows that. The only people that would know that are people that are into the business school and that would care about that, who've mm-hmm. done the research. So Madison's like, Marshall, what's that? Right? And Aiden's, Aiden says, it's USC's business school. Madison says that she's going to go to San Francisco Dance Academy. Hey. Never heard of it, but good luck to you. <laughs> you go, girl. So yeah, Aiden's talking about how he applied to early decision to Marshall and he's stroking her hair. Which was also weird. Yeah. Because um, the kissing and the hair thing is like too lovey-dovey and they are not lovey-dovey. They were just hooking up. Yeah, it it looked too friendly. Like they've always, and he had like, he was like hugging her in a way. And where like kissing the top his, of her head like they were a boyfriend yeah, and girlfriend. He kissed the top of her head. And then, 
I'm sorry. Let me not <laughs> act it out because I didn't put my mouth next to the mic. He was kissing the top of her head, and then he put his chin on her head. Oh like, yeah, to rest his head. They like, were that's too comfortable. You do to your girlfriend, like that's <laughs> not. This is weird. So Aiden's like, listen, Madison, I'm not looking for anything serious. Just want you to know that I should have said that beforehand. And she's like, no, I'm not looking for anything serious either. This is, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, because like I assume that too. Like I don't think either of them want of either of them want to be in a relationship with each other because, like I said, they used to hook up in the past and they're just hooking up now. So yeah. Well, Aiden starts getting all philosophical and cites an author named Douglas Copeland, <laughs> who is some slacker hippie type of a novelist, and he came up with a phrase for hookups between friends, and it's called fighting crime. Um, they never... I googled it, and uh, that's the only explanation I found. They don't <laughs> talk about why it's called fighting crime. It's just a code name. I think it's pretty cool. So, like, when they're at school, and Aiden just, like, pulls up on her and is like, hey, let's go fight some crime, and she will just be like, okay. And then they walk away, and, like, their friends won't even know what they're talking about. Do you think that's cool? I guess. I guess if I was a high school student looking to hide what I do from people, that'd be the way to do it. I mean, like, yeah, you don't want to tell random people your business or let random people hear your business. Or just text it or whisper it in their ear lovingly. (laughs) Anyway, they decide to fight crime. They decide to fight crime the next day to keep the streets safe. Mm -hmm. Then credits. Get wasted. Get wasted. I'm just going to edit that out. So what's happening at this loft? This what's happening at the loft? Maybe? So Pinocchio is in this bitch and he's taking <laughs> pictures. <laughs> he's taking pictures of Kyla and she's really feeling herself. She's like mm-hmm. posing on the couch and stuff and like she's modeling and she actually looks really good but she's just like stupid as fuck. But um also I put that Pinocchio's hair looks more surfer like and less scraggly. Um yeah and so then they kiss and it's gross and then he says something like oh she says put the camera down and he's like no because the east coast needs to know what they're gonna wear yeah they want to wake up he doesn't want the east coast to wake up and not know what to wear because they haven't posted the pictures of kyla yet which is that's stupid like has the east coast not been wearing clothes this whole time like yeah they they know what to wear Um, But the loft looks amazing here. It looks banging from this area. The lighting looks great. It's um, It actually looks like somewhere that someone would have a studio space, but it's actually somewhere they live. That's really cool. Yeah, it was cool. You also see the drum set in the background, which I'm assuming was in Ashley's room in the first two seasons. Oh, yeah. It may not be the same one, but it's a drum set, so the continuity thing is pretty cool. So as he's directing the shoot, he's saying things like, Oh, yeah, Perfect. Baby, your life is no longer your own. Like a great wife, you must keep moving or die. Please kiss or kill. Baby, your life is no longer your own. He's so weird. He's like, kiss or kill. Ew, and she's like, kiss. kiss. And that's why it's (laughs) gross. Like, ew, Kyla, ew. Why would he ever say to her, baby, your life is no longer your own and say it like with such positivity? I'd be like, well, whose is it? <laughs> whose life is it? You said whose life is this? Uh, whose life is it? I want it to be my life. I'd be like, stop the shoot. I don't want this. God does show. God does show. 
So I don't know why they're kissing because I don't think they're together. I don't know what this is. Another couple that I don't believe in. Um. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna continue. Ashley comes in and she's mad because there's tarp in the kitchen and she's hungry. And then uh, Pinocchio is like, "Oh, I'll just move it for you." And she's like, "Oh my gosh, thank you so much. Like this isn't her like like it's not her house." <laughs> and um. Mm. And then Kyla's like, hey, man, like, you need to calm down. This is good for both of us. And then she's like, okay, like, can I just keep it 100 with you? Like, can I be frank? And Ashley's like, yes, please, like, frank away. And I thought that was really funny. And then again, she's like, okay, like, what's good for me is good for you. So just be cool, basically, is what they say. In this scene, we get one of the most epic lines of this entire series. Um, <laughs> now, this line is along the lines of triple word score herpes. It's along the lines of... I'm never going to stop trying. Mm-hmm. It's along the lines of, um, why do people care so much about who I'm in love with? Kyla says to Jake, you're crazy. Okay. And Jake responds, crazy wishes it was me. LMA, yo. <laughs> yo. I actually missed that part. I don't remember him saying that. Yo, but that's, that's funny. one of my favorite. That is one of my, f- I use that in real life. <laughs> I've used that before in real why? life because of the show. <laughs> I've never heard anything like that, but it's amazing. And crazy when wishes he said it was it, me. I was like, dang, who came up with that? Like, <laughs> that is clever. <laughs> so, yeah, that, I love that line. But um, Jake cuts a path to the fridge for Ashley mm-hmm. so she can eat. And um, he, before he does it, he snaps a photo of her. Oh, yeah. And Ashley says, if you put that on your blog, I will sue you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she says it so angrily, too. I believe her. We cut over to Spencer, and Ashley calls her and is, is talking to Spencer on the phone. Spencer wonders why Ashley's not hitting the town with her tastemakers and associates and things like that. And Ashley talks about how she feels terrible because she feels trapped in her own apartment due to this Jake guy taking over, taking photos of Kyla and tearing up the apartment. Wow. And Spencer says, like... You're just jealous because Kyla's getting her 15 minutes of fame and you're not. Like, dang, Spencer, when mm-hmm. you got harsh like that? <laughs> she got real. Why you had to do that? She went so there. And then um, Ashley calls her Dr. Phil. It's so funny. funny. That's my dude, Dr. Phil. It's Dr. Phil. It's Dr. Phil. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, y'all understand. I really love Dr. Phil and Robin. Like, I follow them on Twitter and I retweet Aww. them every day. They're so cute. Like, Dr. Phil and Robin. Yeah, they got so much work done. Yo, whenever the show ends and he walks off the stage and he grabs her hand and they walk off together, man, y'all need to stop, boy. Man, <laughs> I freaking hate them, <laughs> but I love like, them. You going ahead, Dr. Phil. <laughs> you sound like a senior citizen. <laughs> oh, I love when she, they get done and he walks over to her and grabs her hand. And, oh, it's just the cutest Stop thing. It. They are united. They are united <laughs> in Christ. Anyway, they're the real Odilio. Okay, continued. So Ashley gets a call on the other line, and it's apparently some guy named Ethan. Now she tells Spencer, who's like, "Are you gonna get that?" She's like, "No, nah, it's just Ethan." He keeps calling me. And she's like, who's Ethan? Like, okay, Ashley, you could have been like, it's Ethan. Who does this? Don't just say it's Ethan. Like, she's supposed to know who that is. Or, like, say, it's this. It's just this guy, Ethan. So, like, it sounds like it's not a big deal. Yeah, like, don't just say, oh, Ethan just keeps calling me and calling me. Like, <laughs> like Spencer knows Ethan. Spencer's just out of the loop. Like, she's like, who's Ethan? <laughs> and then she's like, he used to be a gopher 
I don't know what that is for her dad. I guess like a um assistant kind of thing. So now he's in uh, the New York music scene and he's looking to call Ashley for some reason, but she doesn't know because she doesn't answer the phone or call him back. Spencer encourages her to return the call because music is in her blood. Yep. She has a passion and she has the talent. She could be a total rock star. She said Ashley that. Ashley says she don't got no want to be no rock star. <laughs> she don't got no want to be no rock star? Sorry. This is what it really says. Ashley says she has no want or need to be famous. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Ethan is going to be in town for a few days. And Spencer's like, you should call then. And Ashley asks Spencer if she would go to the meeting with her. Aww. As a support system. And Spencer says, yes. So then Ashley calls him. Aww. Next up at the Carlin home. The Carlin crib. We see Glenn, and he's at the coat rack, checking all of the pockets in all the coats. And he looks frazzled. He looks super frazzled, and he's, he just looks beside himself. <laughs> and he can't find the card there either. He couldn't find the card beside himself either? Right. <laughs> so he just looks beside himself, and Arthur comes over and says, Shouldn't you be at work already? And he's like, Yeah, but I can't find my key card for work. Arthur says, are you on drugs again? Now, Arthur, let me tell you something. Why does everybody think I'm on drugs? Let me tell you something, Fody. When Spencer made that joke in the other episode, you said it wasn't funny. Mm -hmm. Now you you trying to make the joke and you think it's funny? You ain't right. You ain't right. No, but you know right. Who know what? His excuse would be, I'm the father and you're the kid. Bro, that's exactly what LaWanda would say, except she'd be like, I'm the mama and you the child. So you should know this. You shouldn't even be surprised that Arthur's saying this Okay, but still, he shouldn't be, if Spencer can't say it because he didn't think it was funny, then he shouldn't be saying it. Once again, Fody says, I am the Fody and you (laughs) are the child. Nah. Well, Arthur says he thinks he's on drugs because he has to think of an explanation as to why he's so irresponsible. (laughs) But I'm thinking, he's an 18-year-old kid. Of course he's not responsible. Like, there's nothing else. There's no reasoning behind it. It doesn't have to be drugs. It doesn't have to be anything except he's 18. That's the only thing you need. Yeah, it doesn't have to be drugs. It's a little extreme. Yeah, it does not have to be drugs at all. It's just he's a boy. He's still growing and learning. To be honest, I know people that are 10 years older than him who can't remember to do stuff like that. And don't don't know how to keep up with stuff. Arthur. <laughs> Arthur just leaves. He does. <laughs> he just walks out. He walks out on He got to go to work too. <laughs> and Glenn's just like, well, thanks, dad. <laughs> oh my God. So next we see Spencer at school. And Chelsea walks up to Spencer and asks her if she's heard from Carmen. Chelsea is pregnant AF. She's big oh, now. Chelsea looks like she's, a, she's about to pop. Mm-hmm. It looks kind of like she can't hold it up. Like she's having a problem walking. It's heavy. That's a fetus in there. I'm just saying, like, previous episode, it seemed like she was walking fine. It was smaller. Yeah, like, how how that happen in two weeks? Girl, fetuses grow. <laughs> in two weeks? <laughs> yeah, man. I thought it took nine months. You be eating and doing stuff. Nah, and, uh, I don't know. It'd be growing. But Chelsea, Chelsea said it's really weird because she got this goodbye text from Carmen. Mm-hmm. Carmen says she's moving to San Diego. And wow. she can't believe that Carmen did not call Spencer. <laughs> 
Spencer's acting very evasive. She does this act a lot, actually. Spencer does the, I'm upset, but I don't want anyone to know I'm upset about something, so I'm just going to, like, avoid eye contact with you. Kind of I mean, thing. clearly she was upset. <laughs> yeah, Chelsea's, like, trying to, like, get the eye contact with her, but, like, <laughs> Spencer's, like, bobbing and weaving. <laughs> so Chelsea's like, did something happen between you two? Spencer says it doesn't matter because she's gone anyway. Mm-hmm. So she's like, all right. And then Spencer says um, to Chelsea. So, how are you and King High's youngest student doing today? Not too bad. Baby's been a little bit quiet, though. Yeah, no kicks, no movement. Is that a bad sign? Nah, it's no big deal. She's like, nah, there's a lot of old wives' tales and shit. She even says a morbid one about how if you raise your hands above your head... They think the baby will get strangled by its umbilical cord? Yes. And then she puts her hands over her head. Now, and okay. And like, no. I got some comments. Let down. me go in real quick. It was, it was cute. It was. I'm going to put a picture of her because she actually looked like she was trolling so hard when she put her hands up and she was laughing. Anyways, so first she says, Chelsea says, this myth about like if you're pregnant and you don't drink enough water, the baby will get dirty. I want to know who said this because the baby's already dirty AF. It's got placenta and blood and... Placenta is actually very clean. It's healthy and clean. It looks dirty AF. It looks gross. It looks it. A lot of stuff looks dirty that ain't dirty. It's got blood and pus and insides and guts all over it. Then Does she... it really have guts? <laughs> He's stupid. Anyways, anyways, anyways. The baby's already dirty, so the water thing is invalid. Second, she says, if you raise your arms above your head, the baby will get strangled by the umbilical cord. I know dang well this ain't true because ladies that be working out and stuff, be going run walking, they do ab workouts, they do elliptical, and that baby ain't getting strangled by nothing unless you're doing like some high intensity stuff. So raising your arms above your head is not going to strangle anybody. You're going on a tangent that no one needs because I'm sure that our listeners don't believe that either. No one on this earth believes that, except for Spencer, apparently. I think Spencer believed it because when Chelsea put her hands above her head, Spencer was like, no. Yeah, right? It doesn't matter. Nobody believes it. We're all fine. Spencer believed it. Well, she's the only one on earth. (laughs) So Glenn shows up at school, the school he graduated from. Yeah. Because... He thinks his key card is in Chelsea's studio. So I'm thinking, okay, fine, cool. You thought that was a good idea, but why didn't you just text Chelsea, say, hey, I'm going to head to your studio. Um, What's the code? I'm going to check and see if my key card is there because I can't find it. True that. But at this point, we know that Glenn is not the brightest tool in the shed box. True that. True that. (laughs) I'm just saying, you could have saved yourself the trip. And you could have probably been over there looking and be like, okay, it's not here, and eliminated that area instead of going all the way to school. Anyway. Mm-hmm. So he tells Chelsea about what's going on with the key card and anything, and he's like, I think I might have left it at your studio. Please tell me it's there. And Chelsea's like, hmm, let me think. Mm-hmm. I don't know, because I'm not at my studio, and I'm not psychic. Right? Um, so he's like, yeah, true, true. And then Chelsea starts to have these abdominal pains. <gasps> oh, no. And she's bowled over in pain. Oh, no. And Glenn's like, what's going on? Are you okay? She's like, no. (laughs) So that's how she says it. Yeah. So Glenn takes her to the hospital. And once they get there, her her pain has subsided. She's like, I probably overreacted. And then she mentions that she talked to Sean. Mm -hmm. Sean Miller. Sean. 
And Sean told her the same thing, that she could be overreacting. And she's like, Glenn, you can go back to work. And he's like, why? I have this stellar excuse. <laughs> I'm like, Glenn, what about the money you're missing out on? LMAO, you're so right. He leaving coin behind. But you know what? He's, he's part of the Carlins. He has a rich family. He could just ask his daddy for money. Dead. So he doesn't care. <laughs> so Paula comes out and she tells them even though it's nothing, they should still run some tests mm-hmm. just to be sure. That's so right. So she agrees. So then we're back at school. Spencer's waiting out front by the sign, a.k.a. the memorial, which is like, you know, one and the same. Yeah, and she put a candle by Clay's uh, picture. Mm Mm-hmm. Aww. And guess who pops up while she's waiting? That freaking girl. We know what girl. Fucking Carmen. (laughs) Fucking Carmen. Dang. How dare you show your face? How dare you? How dare you show your face How in front of Spencer you? after what happened? How dare you even have the audacity to walk up to Spencer in public, man? And Come talk on. to her like ain't nothing happened. Like your buddy buddy. She comes over to Spencer. She's like waiting on someone. Before we talk about what happened, I just wanted to say that Carmen's makeup actually looks really good. Her face looks good. And I like the, the army shirt that she's wearing. But I the shirt could have been darker and the army figures could have been darker too. I didn't like the light ones. Continue. Anyway, Carmen's makeup typically looks good. So not surprised about that. I have nothing to say about her clothes. <laughs> so she walks up to Spencer and she does this another one of her dumb charming <laughs> little jokes. Don't worry. I'm unarmed. Oh, yeah. You know what? This ain't stand-up comedy. Like, (laughs) Spencer, did you see the way Spencer was standing as she walked up to her? Spencer is in a defensive position. Oh, she was scared. Has her arm up here, and she has her arm around her waist at the same time, and she's doing this, like, for half the conversation. I'm doing it, but you guys can't see it, but I'm going to put it up on the Instagram (laughs) or the, the Twitter because Spencer is obviously subconsciously scared of this girl. Yeah, she freaking pushed her it, and hurt her arm. She, yeah, it's like Spencer don't know what's next. And she's doing, like, Carmen's doing this jokey shit. Like, nah, you crazy. <laughs> so Carmen comes up. She's talking about San Diego. Talking about some, when the going gets tough, her mom packs up and leaves. So in a roundabout way, she says she could find somebody to stay with if there's a reason for her to stick around yeah now you tell me did she basically suggest that she stay with spencer because that's what i wrote in my notes i thought it was that at the beginning but um and i was like well this girl is really crazy yeah Um, and spencer's looking at her like she's crazy too but i think what the gist of it was was like if i find someone to stay with so i don't got to go with my mom i could stay in town so that we could work on ourselves we can work on our relationship again ew it don't gotta be it could be with you or it could be with somebody else like i could like if you give me the okay that you still want to work on this i will find somebody to stay with she well first she said unless i have somewhere to crash and she looked at spencer and then she said or unless i have a reason to stay so i feel like she was both asking to stay with her and asking or like saying i will stay somewhere else as long as i have a reason to stay here to talk to you you know yeah i think it was it was part of both um things but spencer looks at her like not fam bitch you got me fucked up (laughs) you got me fucked up and i love it i love when spencer does this to people she gives that look that brooding like i'm serious look um but yeah the way she's the way spencer is standing i don't know if this was a 
a director's note for her to stand this way, but it's very interesting that she's protecting her whole body with her arms. Um, and she's not saying anything to Carmen. She's just letting Carmen talk and like dig herself into a hole. And then Spencer says, Look, losing your temper is one thing, but Carmen, you were completely out of control. I mean, you hit me. I didn't mean to hit you. You can't even admit it. It was one time until it's another and then another. And I'm sorry, but I can't. It's okay. Just... No, it's okay. I get it. I get it. It was one time. <laughs> Like what? Like yo, did you just pull out the most common defense of any For woman beater in the history of the world? Say they all say that, yo. They all say that. They all do. But all it takes is one time. It do, and you know what? Spencer was right AF to be like, nah, I can't because it'll it can happen again, and you were really out of control. So no, I can't, and I'm not. Dude, you it go, only Spencer. takes one time to give you blunt force trauma to your head and you die. Oh, okay. That got really dramatic. <laughs> yeah, I watched Snapped. I'm an adult, Nisi. I know when things happen. You must not have been around stuff or watched shows, but all it takes is one blunt force trauma to the back of the head and she's dead. So you know what? No, we're not giving you another chance, Carmen. Mm-hmm. We're not. So you know what? Just go to San Diego. Just be done. And she almost got mad at her during this conversation. She mm-hmm. raised her voice like it was just one time. Like For the reals. way she said it. That right there is why like, Spencer is not going to get like, back with you. Nope, not it. Mm-hmm. Not it. Thanks for playing. <laughs> so, um, Carmen heads off to San Diego. And after that, Ashley swoops in to save the day in her Porsche. I've been fantasizing about a Porsche. Bro, this was so cute, though, because she pulls up and she's like, hey, sexy, you need a ride? And it was so cute. And she gets in the car yeah. and they drive away. It's actually in my Let Your Heart Lead video. Yeah. At the end of the first chorus. And then I do a fade out as they drive. I do a fade to black as they drive off. <laughs> it's cute. So Spencer gets off and they ride off into the sunset. So we're at the market. We see Sasha. Sorry. We see mm-hmm. Sasha. Uh, <laughs> And Aiden tells her that before he got shot, he didn't care about college. But now he's seen the light. And I don't know if it works that way, but she's like, wait, that doesn't make any sense. If you've seen the light, you'd be going to UCLA. And this, uh, this part of the conversation is just, I don't, I don't care about y'all talking about each other's schools. That's on the West Coast. I live <laughs> on the East Coast. So unless you're talking about Florida, Florida State. This don't mean nothing to me. True that. Gang, gang. Um, so they, they get to the meat of the conversation. And he tells her that ever since he got shot, he's been having these terrible nightmares and paranoia. Mm -hmm. Now, we saw these in the previous episode. Aiden was having a dream about Ego, and he got punched in the stomach, and they sounded like gunshots. Now, Mm -hmm. that was elaborate. Wait, he said that to her, or did did you just say that to... No, no, no. I'm recapping it for the listener. Okay. So Madison walks up while he's telling Sasha this and she sees them at the table together and she kind of has this defeated look on her face. But at the beginning of the episode, she said, she said she didn't want nothing with Aiden. Mm-hmm. So I guess she was lying. I think she or, was just surprised to see him with someone else. Like she, I don't know. First of all, like, how did she just pull up on them? Like, did, was she walking down the street or was that. she going to meet him? I was just about to say that. Did he invite her or like, how would she know exactly where he's going to be at that time because the way she pulled up on him looked like she was there to meet him but then got surprised when she purse in her hand and she knew what table to go to and everything like she was in that direction (laughs) she was stalking him obviously hmm 
I don't know. She was wearing like this, I don't even know, like a romper kind of thing with the shorts on the bottom. And then you could like clearly see her red bra underneath. And I thought that was really cute. It was very sexy. That wasn't the overalls, right? I don't think so. Was it white? All white? It was white. It was kind of like beige. Okay, because I think that's it. That's what she, I don't want to go any forward, but I, I think I know what what you're talking about. Um, but she leaves and it cuts to the next scene. Okay. So the next scene is Spencer and Ashley. They're meeting with Ethan. Ethan's the big time music guy from New York that she, Ashley has a history with him somehow because Ethan worked with her dad. And apparently he's known her since she was a fetus. Yeah, but like he looks her age. So, so they're probably fetuses together. Because he was like, oh, you had braces and pigtails. Yeah, but he also said he worked for her dad. So he worked for her dad when he was 12? If they're the same age, and Ashley was like, what, 16, 17 when her dad died? He probably worked for her when he worked for him when he was like 15, 16, 17. That's what I'm going to assume. Well, like maybe he's 28. Mm-hmm. And then he worked for her dad 10 years ago when he was 18. But he just looks, he just looks young. Uh, maybe so but they have jabs at each other about like i haven't seen you in such and such amount of time you don't wear braces anymore and yeah yeah yeah, (laughs) who cares i don't know you guys so ashley says ethan looks very new york which is i don't is is that accurate he was literally wearing like a sweater with a polo underneath is that how they dress because i feel like new york would be more dramatic i don't think they do not the ones i see but maybe this was 2006 new york i wasn't here yet so it didn't look new york to me it looked like he was just wearing a sweater he looked basic i don't know i don't know um ashley introduces him to spencer and then they awkwardly stand there and spencer's like uh i'll be over here and she walks awkwardly she said i'm gonna go mingle girl who you finna mingle with ain't nobody nobody there there. And she just goes over to these glasses and just looks at them like, you're going to mingle with the glasses? You can't drink nothing. (laughs) Ain't no one here to make the drinks either. Yeah, there's nobody there. The bar hasn't opened yet. She's going to mingle with the air. But it's really cute. She doesn't know what to do with herself. Yeah. So Ethan and Ashley go off and they have a little conversation. Ethan tells Ashley that her dad always had a picture of her in his dressing room. And he's like, but you already knew that. And she's like, actually, I didn't know oh and she's like okay so you trying to make me emotional or what you like trying to make me cry <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he talks about what his uh what I, I don't even know what his job is in the music industry i've heard producer i guess he's executive producer of we this heard gopher rave- <laughs> gopher like i don't know but he says he really wants to- this is funny <laughs> he says he wants to make a tribute album to rafe davies with cover songs done by the people closest to him okay and ashley's like that's really cool mm-hmm. but to be honest i wouldn't buy that because i'd want the real thing i'd want the artist that sings the song <laughs> to sing the song that's I like think- I, like if i if i buy a michael jackson record and it was all the people close to him that made like remade his songs like janet singing like pyt <laughs> and like tito singing man in the mirror and macaulay culkin singing smooth criminal Stop it, macaulay like, culkin. i couldn't I would, I would never i feel like you would because you know those people and janet jackson was Listen, janet jackson can macaulay sing culkin. she can sing his songs you would like that macaulay culkin. except maybe not macaulay culkin <laughs> I want Michael to sing all those records. Anyway, Ethan asks her how her pipes are. And she says, you tell me. So next we're at the hospital. 
The tests are done, and Chelsea's walking out of the tests with Paula. Glenn is in the waiting room. She says she has to wait on the results of some other tests. Yeah. Um, and she's like, I really appreciate you doing this, Glenn. I'm glad I came in. It turns out I'm spotting, which is another danger sign. And I uh, was... maybe you should, maybe you should just talk to my mom about that stuff. Okay. <sighs> He's a teenage boy. Like, <laughs> like, sir. She felt comfortable enough to tell him that. You know, like, I think she's been spending a lot of time with Glenn and she kind of figured she was close to him. Yeah. And could say something like that. But Glenn's like, nah, I ain't with that. So she mentions to Glenn that she's super nervous about the bad stuff, about anything bad that can happen to the baby. And Glenn says, don't think about that. Okay. She talks about how this life is growing inside of her. Mm-hmm. And she wishes that Clay was there to see the baby. Yeah, it's sad, but it's sweet. Dang, man. And then Glenn is like, so you're thinking about keeping the kid? And she doesn't answer. Yeah. Now, I thought she been said she was going to keep it because I was like, <clears throat> I was like, it's too far for her to like, you know, like get rid of it. No, no Unless she no, was going to adopt gonna... it. Right, right. Not, I don't think he was talking abortion. I think he was talking adoption because it's way too far. Yeah. <laughs> in the situation. Um, Aiden is at the gym and he's punching that punching bag. Mm, he he's is not having a good time. Mad at he's angrily punching again like he was in the beginning. Well, he he looks like he he's punching the smaller punching bag like that's up in the air and he has no concentration. It doesn't look like in the first scene when he was punching that big punching bag, he was like I'm in it, I'm in it to win it. Mm-hmm. Put me in coach, I got this. <laughs> Put me but in coach. But for this one, he's just like punch, you know. Oh, so he wasn't punching no as hard. Intensity. No intensity, no concentration. It looks like he something's on his mind. And at that moment, Madison walks in. She just knows where to find this guy. <laughs> She'd be stalking him. She'd be waiting outside. So Madison says, if you keep up all that working out on the punching bag, you won't have any energy to fight crime later. And Aiden says with a sad face, no fighting crime today. The bad guys won. Aw, Aiden. He walks away from the punching bag. I'm like, dang, Aiden, what happened? <laughs> so Madison says, does it have anything to do with the girl you had lunch with today? Ooh. Now, first off, <laughs> Aiden is so distraught right now, he doesn't even ask why she was stalking him. Bro, true. Maybe it was because they had actually planned to meet up and she was surprised to see him with that girl. Nah, he would have been like, oh yeah, Madison, sorry I didn't meet up with you today. I had something on my mind he would have said it when she walked into the gym that right at that moment mm. but he's so distraught he doesn't even go wait how do you know i was at the farm i was at the market you stalking me <laughs> so he's about to answer and madison's like i will admit that there was a time when it would have bothered me to see you flirt with another girl i wasn't flirting let me finish but the funny thing is it didn't bother me at all in fact it only confirmed what i already kind of knew I'm over you, Aiden. Really over you. And whatever happens with that girl or doesn't happen is fine with me. Because it doesn't bother me. I thought it would bother me to see you with someone else, but actually it doesn't. <laughs> that it just is not how she things. said it. <laughs> it just means I'm over you, Aiden. I'm over you. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let me see what I have here. Because I have some... Okay. So it says, Madison tells too much of her business and is like, hey, I saw you flirting with that girl and it's Gucci because I'm over you. So, um, where is it? It just confirms, Aiden, that, <laughs> that I'm over you. And he's, he couldn't care less. He could not care less. 
he's just punching the punching bag and just punching harder and harder and harder. And Madison's looking at him like, what is going on? Yep. So he's tuning Madison out. And then he eventually yells out, I didn't get in. Oh. <laughs> Madison's like, what? She's like, oh, no. Oh, no. I'm so sorry, Aiden. Oh, my gosh. And he's like, yeah, man, like. It didn't make sense. It's not, <laughs> it's not funny. funny. It's like not funny. this it's man funny. has been rejected from his dream school. Like this ain't funny. Yeah. Like I mean, he can reapply. Can he reapply? Can I what? Oh, reapply. Can he reapply? Yeah, but it'll it's probably like, take like another semester or another year. I was gonna say it's not like it's forever. Like whatever, just like take some time off, do a gap year, and just fucking live your life. Like I know for mine, my program it starts every June. So if I didn't get in this June, I would have to wait a whole another year to apply. That sucks. That's basically putting off your whole life. Who wants to do that? Oh, but then Madison comforts him. Yeah, so he says he went to the mailbox after school. He looked in the mailbox, and the letter for, from USC was there. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get in. He didn't even get waitlisted, he said. Dang. I wonder what they didn't like about him, because he said he was taking like smart people classes. He did basketball. He got a good good grades in his smart classes, I'm assuming. So, like, maybe they're just you snobs. You saw his grades? Well, he said he was taking, like, AP chemistry or something. Like That don't mean he was passing that shit. Mm, I feel like he would have been more worried then if he didn't pass the AP class and was like, man, like, I hope I get into this school because my AP class, wow. I got an F. Like, I hope they don't look at that. Like, no, 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 no. Some people, some people think they can get by with C's, though. Like, obviously, an F is a fail. You ain't going to get in no college with no F. But sometimes it'll be like, well, I got a C. Maybe that'll be good enough, you know, the bare minimum. But the yeah, thing is, true people that. don't understand, in college, you're a small fish in a big pond. Yeah. There's thousands and thousands of people who are actually on their shit for four years trying to make A's. Them C's ain't going to work. Just because you was on the basketball team and you were the starting point guard, they don't give a fuck. You got to have them B's and them A's. You, even if you cute like Aiden, it don't matter if you cute. If you don't got them A's and B's, ain't nobody rocking with no C's. Man, it's just real talk. Fuck USC. USC is like, a, everybody want to go there. They going to make sure everybody got high grades because it's like getting to the club. Like, <laughs> well, everybody dang, get Aiden, maybe you should have worked harder. He doesn't seem like the type that he could have also, you know, we could have done. It's been like, yeah, I was shot last year. and um, <laughs> Oh, yeah, you have to have a really sad off, story sometimes yeah, when like, you write your essay. It took me off my game. So, like, my grades might not be that good because I was going through all the trauma of being shot. Dang, he could have wrote that in his essay. I feel like he would have if that he wrote an essay. There could have been, like, a special, like, um, exception made for him, like, if they yeah. send it with his transcripts, be like, hey, you know, I know my grades for this. He probably could have gone to like the disability center or whatever, like gotten in on disability. Or at least gotten waitlisted. You yeah. know what I mean? Because that's like an extenuating, extenuating circumstance. And traumatizing. Where, like, you got shot, so your grades might not be up to snuff. But I think in that case, you would have had to already be making A's and all of a sudden you get shot. Or and probably you're, have you're, like, like reference C's. letters. Couldn't, like... What do they call um, it in the the crime shows where they have like the the person that oh character witness yes no it's another word to corroborate to corroborate that he got shot oh okay like, like some I mean it everyone knows I mean you can find a newspaper clipping or an article they could just watch Aiden True Life <laughs> Aiden Den- oh there's a True Life the whole documentary <laughs> <laughs> they could anyway I think USC just didn't like him yeah um they're prudes but madison 
Madison says, is there anything that I can do? Yeah, like, what are you going to do? Call USC and be like, hey, you really snubbed my boy. Like, let him in. Can they you let him listen in, please? To you. <laughs> like, what is Madison going to do? What can you do, There's Madison? Nothing. Get him in? There's do you nothing. know somebody at USC? Like, that's what you can Madison, do. You can't but do you can't. shit for him. You can't do that. You can't do nothing. I hate people say stuff like that. Like... When it's a situation that they can't do anything about, is there anything I can do? No. Yeah, like, the only thing you can do is get him into the school, but you can't, so. Yeah, that's all that he want you to do at this point. Like, <laughs> unless you got a main line of USC's dean What else dean do you office, think he would want you to do? There's nothing you can do. But by the way, Madison's outfit, she's wearing overalls. Yeah, the same thing she was wearing to the the lunch thing when she peeped okay, on him. Okay, okay, because I didn't I didn't notice that in, the, in that scene, but I remember it in this scene because I wrote it down. Yeah, she's wearing overalls, which is really cool. It's a short set. Are you sure it's not a romper? And or did it have the clippies I, on the front? Well, it had the. Um, I figured if it's thin straps, it's a uh, overalls. But if it's a romper, it's like short sleeves, all one. I think sleeves, rompers can have any sleeves. kind of sleeves. I don't wear them, but I assume. Anyway. But back at the hospital, Chelsea's tests are done. Paula comes out and says, hey, you and the baby are fine. Yay. And Chelsea's like, yay. Yay. That's great. <laughs> she says she needs to be attentive to what she's, what's going on with the baby due to her mom's history. And apparently she has small kidneys. Mm-hmm. Wow. Details. Um, they had a cute moment where Paula feels the baby move. Yeah. So they walk out to the car and Chelsea realizes she left her sweater at the doctor's office and she wants to go back and get it. But then Glenn says, don't worry about it. I'll get it. So Chelsea says, okay, and gets in the car. And at that point, Glenn realizes the key card has been in his pocket the whole time. Now, sir... Your hands have been in your pockets all dizzy, and you're telling me that you just now found this key card in your pocket just now? Like your hands have been like in your pockets all a day? A secret park pocket? Maybe it was like the fifth pocket? Or a I don't know. It looked hide, like he reached his hand into the regular pocket. Like he. That's so odd. Like, sir. That's beyond belief. Are you on drugs? Like, come on. Either. Okay, so what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> This isn't funny. Was it was his key card in his pocket the whole time? That's beyond belief. Maybe, yeah, you're maybe, right. Maybe it was in a compartment. Or possibly it fell into his pocket while he was in his car driving around all day. But then how do you explain the fact that he just reached in and took it out? Or did somebody put it in his pocket and he found it later on? <gasps> we'll find out at the end of the show if this is fact or fiction. <laughs> We're corn balls. <laughs> like... Is this a story of a man who lost his key card? <laughs> or do our writers not have the keys oh my to gosh. writing the stories? <laughs> That's exactly what Jonathan Frakes would say. Oh my gosh, man. I'm listening. I'm re-listening to the whole uh, podcast, the Beyond Beyond Belief. So I know their wording and everything. Like the beats that they hit. Mm-hmm. But there's no explanation for this. I don't understand. That uh, He has to be on drugs then. Like There's, there's no explanation. Either there's a ghost... <laughs> His key card's card in his pocket the whole time. The key card goes. Maybe Aiden's been dead the whole time. And he put the key card in his pocket. I don't know. But while he's staring at this key card so intently and in amazement, he mm-hmm. hears a loud crash. <gasps> he looks over to where the crash sound is coming from, and he looks at a car that just hit his car and then dipped out. It was a hit and run. 
What a dummy. He's running toward his car like, what, man? Look what you, you hit my car. Yeah. Totally not even think about Chelsea. He thinks about the car first. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's like, oh, Chelsea. And he goes to Chelsea's um, side in the passenger. And she's bleeding. <gasps> and he's, he doesn't know what to do. He calls for help. Yeah. Yikes. Like, they're at the hospital. But you know what? I'm fucking pissed. Yeah. Like, I'm pissed. Could they not have done anything? Like, like first of all, sir, you hit somebody's car. And then you didn't get out to see if somebody was okay. Like, you have, bro, this person could go to jail for life. Like, first of all, he did a hit and run and he he hurt somebody's baby. He hit a pregnant woman. So, yeah, that's, yeah. I'm pissed. Hopefully find that guy. Yeah. So next scene, we are back at the meeting with Ethan and he says he needs to make a phone call. He heads out and Ashley comes over to Spencer and says, sorry, I had you waiting. Hope you weren't too bored. Mm-hmm. She says, no, it was fine. Spencer's all touchy feely here. Yeah, it was cute. Spashley is back, motherfuckers. <laughs> they are. You saw how that's flirty a t-shirt. They were? <laughs> what? Either that's a t-shirt or a horror movie title. Spashley's back, motherfuckers. I I don't think a horror movie. Something. It sounds like like a, if like Spashley wasn't Spencer and Ashley, and it was just something else. You know, it was a horror movie because Spencer and Ashley yeah. wouldn't be a horror movie. Maybe like a sports movie or something. <laughs> like, I just feel like if they're back motherfucker, it has to be something <laughs> intense. So Ethan um, runs in from the phone call right as it looks like Spencer's going to kiss Ashley. But um, he comes in and he says, to, uh, he says to Ashley that the money people won't commit without Kyla singing too. Because apparently she she's the, the star. She's a big deal on the net. Now, listen, Ashley has been in the game way longer than Kyla. So, Houseway, yeah. what are you talking about? Kyla just got here. She's the newbie Kyla to the game. Wasn't, Kyla wasn't recording in the bathroom. <laughs> Ashley was. She was not with Ashley, y'all shooting in the gym until, like, yesterday. Like, But literally, literally, Kyla wasn't recording in the bathroom because Kyla don't sing. Ashley does. Yeah, like Ashley goes to open mics. Y'all just Kyla met Kyla, but she's a star. She has the blog with all the the followers and the website. Oh, you know, I get it from a business perspective. I get that, but it sucks because we don't know Kyla like we know Ashley. Yeah, they could just ask Kyla to post Ashley on her blog or whatever, so that her followers could see. But she don't gotta sing because again. Yeah, but who's going to buy the records? Like, they'll buy the records if Kyla's on it, like, and she's singing because they like Kyla. But if it's just her sister, they'll be like, they won't be as inclined to buy it because it's the star's sister. It's not like Ashley just got new to the game. Like, I'm pretty sure the world been new Ashley. She was Rave Davy's daughter. Yeah, but they didn't know her like they know Kyla. Like, Kyla just got this whole fashion blog, 5,000 hits in an hour type of situation. Ashley don't got nothing like that. So that's why they want her because she'll bring in the money. She'll bring in the clicks I and guess. the streams. Um, so we get this heartbreaking scene next in the hospital, Bruh. with Chelsea. I was on the bus when I watched this. <laughs> they no. had me about to cry on the bus, man. Why they did that to me? So Chelsea's in the hospital after the incident, and everything looks very similar to the time she got in an accident in like season two when she like got in a car accident. And she ran like she fell asleep at the wheel. And Paul was like, oh, the baby's all right, too. 
Everything's fine. Wait, when did that happen? Um, it was in season two when she got in a car accident and then she had to go to the hospital. And then when they checked her vitals and everything, Paul's looking at the sheet and she's oh, like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's pregnant. Okay. 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 Yeah. I remember. So it looks like that same scene in season two, which is kind of cool, but kind of like full circle. Yeah. And Paula comes up and says to Chelsea, there are people in the other room who love you. That part almost made me cry on the bus. I was like, aw. And Chelsea just looks so sad. Like, of course. Sad scene. But I feel like, I feel like Paula's not sad enough. <laughs> like, she just, she's like, hey, I just want to let you know there's uh, people in the other room that love you. So, whenever you're ready. <laughs> no, I thought Paula was sad. Chelsea's like, I don't really want to see anybody. Then she asked, did, did you find out? She asked Paula that. And Paula says, yeah. It would have been a girl. And that is when I cried on the bus. Man. And I was pissed, man. Like, I'm pissed not because the guy hit her, but pissed because she just had this hospital vi- visit. She found out oh her baby was God. okay. And yes. now this fuck shit. What yes. the fuck, man? So I'm like, y'all had us in the hospital all day. <laughs> y'all had us up waiting all day listening to the baby. Y'all had our hopes up, man. Y'all had us relieved. And then you do this Feeling to us? the baby move. How dare you? She's doing tests. All the tests are coming up. Paula's like, yeah, just just watch your habits. You know, you got small kidneys. Baby's fine. Yeah. You know, we did all these tests. Yeah. You know, we were in the hospital all day. And then this happens? Y'all wrong for that, man. Y'all wrong. I mean, I'm mad. I'm totally mad at the guy that hit her. Yeah. I'm totally mad at that. And the fact that he kept going. But I'm also mad about this, too. Right. Because we were in the hospital all day. <laughs> And then we got nothing out of it. Bruh. I'm just saying. I wish. I mean, I, I felt like I was there with him. I wish that I see this asshole in the streets, man. I wish I see him we in the streets. We were there. Nisi. Nisi. What? We were there all day. <laughs> we were there all day. Man. Oof. This ain't right. She made all these plans. She was thinking about keeping it. And she was talking about Clay. She, she lost Clay and the baby? Like, are we Bruh. really putting this on this girl? Yeah. High she's gone through too much, man. Why she's y'all doing this? Enough. How wrong. But it's cool that they, instead of saying, yeah, the baby died or you lost the baby, Paula just says, it would have been a girl. <sighs> so that we know. We get the same message without yeah. the actual literal thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, Chelsea, Aww. bless your heart. You don't deserve this, Chelsea. Chelsea starts crying and hugs Paula. And that's when we get our Thomas W. Lynch. That's fucked up, man. <sighs> we were in the hospital all day. Um... <laughs> Oh, what's your favorite line? Oh, okay. Oh, I got a couple of them. A couple plus one. Let me see. I forgot all about it. Okay. Oh, okay. My first one is when Kyla and Ashley were talking and Kyla's like, can I be frank with you? And Ashley was like, oh, yes, please. Frank away. <laughs> frank away. <laughs> and then. I'm going to use that if someone says that to me. <laughs> frank away. Do people say, can I be frank with you? No one says that anymore. They say, keep it, let me keep it 100 with if you. If someone happens to say that, I'll remember it and I'll say it. I'm going to remember the, actually, I'll say it when I get to it. Next one is uh, when Spencer and Ashley are on the phone and Spencer's like, you're just mad because Kyla's getting her 15 minutes of fame. And um, Ashley's like, oh, thank you, Dr. Phil. Because, you know, love me some Dr. Oh. Phil, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that one because Spencer was out of line for that comment. Dang. That was she harsh, did go man. too hard. She'd have to go that hard. Yeah. 
So my favorite line <laughs> is, it was what Jake said. Kyla says, you're crazy. And then he goes, crazy wishes it was me. <laughs> no. That really was funny. That was that was very, very good. Whoever wrote that line Congratulations. deserves the Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> um, what's your retitle? Um, I called this Do in the Do because Aiden and Madison were doing the do. They only did it one time, but Yeah, so why would you call the whole episode that? They did it one time. Because that's what I I mean, they called it fighting crime when they only fought crime once, so they talked about it twice though. Okay, so they talked about doing the do twice, and, and Aiden said no. <laughs> so here's mine. Losses and gains, because at the beginning, Aiden had Madison. He had gained a fuck buddy, <laughs> but then he lost her because once he lost the U- USC application process by not getting in, uh-huh. he pretty much had no reason to even look at Madison anymore. Yeah, he lost two things. And then Glenn lost his key card, <laughs> but then he gained it because it was in his pocket the whole time. Oh my gosh. And then, um, of course, Chelsea lost the baby. Aww. Um, Carmen lost a very nice girlfriend. Oh, yeah. That if she had just treated her right, mm-hmm. she could have had her. So she lost her but that was also spencer's gain because who needs that kind of negativity in their life hell yeah freaking preach girl tell it um are those all the characters yeah yep Yep, those are all the losses and gains the losses and gains so now friends we have a webisode almost hotness webby um you want to go ahead and tell me about this webisode all right spencer is dramatically announcing ashley like they're at an award show yeah (laughs) and she comes down the stairs and presents herself and she's like um so like what are you like is no one here and so she's like yeah like ain't nobody here so they sit down and uh ashley thanks spencer for coming with her to the thing and supporting her and spencer wanted her to stay longer and then ashley brings up carmen and asks if she's been to the house and whatnot and if paula knew that they were dating but she don't want no details and then uh, Spencer doesn't really say at first because Ashley, I guess she keeps asking questions. And I was like, Spencer, like, just say, like, no, nah, we're not dating anymore. But, um, oh, and then Ashley she was says, about to. huh? She was about to say it. Yeah. But then her phone rang. And then Ashley says that she, she still wants to be more than friends with Spencer. Um, and she's about to say what happened with her and Carmen. But then Spencer gets a phone call from Glenn. Yeah. So, so Ashley. It's like, yeah, well, first of all, I love the fact that she asked about Carmen because we need you to suffer, Ashley. (laughs) I want you to wonder. Yes, Carmen's been in this house. She has. And she played board games with the Carlins. Carmen has been in Spencer's room, Ashley. Oh, yeah. She should have been like, yeah, she was in my room, too. And yes, my mom knows that we were dating. (laughs) Yes, Paula knows. Carmen Mm -hmm. also sketched me half naked, just saying. (laughs) Oh, yeah. She tried to sketch me half naked. Mm Mm-hmm, Ashley. Mm Mm-hmm. What you think about that? <laughs> so Ashley's like, you know, I know, you know, I really want to be more of, and I know there's Carmen and all these other girls, all these other girls. Like, who else Spencer got besides Carmen? Ashley said Spencer got other other bitches. Yeah, I know there's Car- I know there's Carmen and these other girls. Yeah, it's only Carmen. It's just <laughs> Carmen. It's only. I mean, her. but if you want to think there's other girls, go ahead. Mm-hmm. 
And that's when Spencer tries to say, like, you know, we're not together anymore. But as she's about to say it, she gets a call from Glenn uh, to go to the hospital because I'm assuming it is because of what happened to Chelsea. So she asks Ashley to drop her off at the hospital. Oh, my gosh, Chelsea. Oh, man. can't believe they did that to us. Chelsea. I can't believe I can't believe they did that to the viewers. Like that broke my heart. Like I was on the bus, you guys. We thought that the baby was gonna. I mean, I've seen the series yeah. like a few times, so I knew. <laughs> but like as a first time viewer, I can imagine that like you think the baby's gonna live. She's finally getting positive about this baby and having a good outlook, and all the tests are coming back great. She looks like she only has a few weeks to go. And they literally stepped outside the hospital to go home, and then this shit happens. Just kill the baby. Can't believe this. She worked so hard for that, and then it just went away. And that that broke my heart. So, next week, guys, we're doing some more fighting. We're doing more fighting. What? Because Saturday night is for fighting. That's the name of the episode. That's the next one. Saturday night is for fighting? That's what it is. And we, we get to uh, see some more familiar faces and some that we're not familiar with. So uh, it's going to be a good one. And, um, and then the webisode is Transforming. So that will be next week's uh, webisode and episode. Um, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or any of your favorite podcasting platforms. Make sure you subscribe so you're first to hear about every time we release a new episode. And email us, getwastedson at gmail.com, Twitter, SONWasted, and Instagram, getwastedson. Yes, it's a lot, but we want a whole bunch of different ways to contact you guys, and you guys can contact us. Yeah. Find Rob Moran. <laughs> like, let's see if we can get him on the show. Let's see if we can get Fody on the show <laughs> and talk about Fody type things, you know? Yeah. See if we can get somebody on the show before we end this thing. But, um,. Until next week, my name is Nettie Smith. It's your homegirl, Nisi. The deuces to ya. Bye.